You're listening to the Put Your Passion to Work podcast, where together we seek to gather inspiration, motivation, along with tangible tips to start and scale your coaching business. I'm your host, Michelle Marie, mindset and business coach. With over 18 years of business experience, you and I are going to transform your passion of helping others so you too can create a profitable coaching business. Let's have some fun while we build your biz starting right now. Hey, you guys, welcome to another episode of the Put Your Passion to Work podcast. Today, I want to talk about morning routines and where they belong in our life, especially now with everyone being closer to home, working from home, sheltered at home. What do we do? How do we still pursue our passions? How do we put our passions to work? Do we even have the time to put our passion to work right now? Or is everything just topsy-turvy in our life and in our schedule? That's kind of what I want to talk about today. So I'm going to go over my morning routine, what it was a month ago before everything happened and what it's like now, because exactly one month ago, my kids were coming home on a Friday and we were getting the news that they weren't going back to school. Then that got extended and now no one really knows when the kiddos are going to go back to school. And guess what? Summer's right around the corner anyway. So this is a new normal that we all have to, I guess, get used to as parents and especially as nine to fivers and people who work a nine to five and have to go into the office or not, what does that look like and how has things changed and are you still giving yourself permission to work on your passions or are you energetically just not available to do that right now? We're going to hit that all up in this episode. I will give you some tangible tips that you can use starting with a morning routine that might help you during this crazy time in our life. First, I want to read you the review of the week. This comes from Jaridia. And it says, encouraging and informative. Michelle has such a wealth of knowledge to share. Every episode I've listened to has been encouraging, informative, and impactful. Her mission for empowering people in the business sphere is definitely evident, and I'm so thankful I've stumbled upon this podcast. Thank you so much for your lovely words and kind words. I really appreciate you listeners out there. And if you haven't left me a review yet and you have Apple, would you do me a favor and hit pause, leave me a five-star review. I would love to feature you on an upcoming episode. Thank you so much for listening. All right, so morning routines, how can this help us? Do you have a morning routine? I want you to ask yourself this question. You probably do. I'm guessing if you're a mom, you're a parent, somebody who has to go into the office or works regularly scheduled hours, I'm guessing you have some sort of routine already. But What does it look like and how has it changed? I think that's the bigger question that we need to ask ourselves. And are we still being as productive as we can be? Or are we maybe letting this time allow us to be more flexible and maybe less scheduled and routine? No matter what it is for you, I just want to make sure you're happy with it and that it works. And I'm going to give you some examples of my morning routine or lack thereof because I love having a lot of flexibility and I'm someone who isn't a type A person. I'm not a type A. And so things don't always go according to plan or according to the schedule. I want to live like that. I don't want to live by my calendar. I don't want to do this activity at 9.30 on the dot so that I can move on to this activity at 10 a.m. on the dot. Like I've never been that person, yet I still have success in my life, career, and business. So I want to share with you kind of the flexible morning routine that I have. So let me start with a month ago. A month ago, things were a lot 
easier, a lot different, just a lot more easier to have a routine. I'll say that. So a month ago, the kids were in school. Our day would start around 7 a.m. So as you guys know, if you've been listening to me, I am not a morning person. And at first glance, you might say, well, how are you going to talk about a morning routine if you're not a morning person, Michelle? Well, I can tell you because it doesn't matter whether you wake up at 5 a.m. or 8 a.m. Your morning routine is yours whenever you wake up. So get it out of your head that you have to wake up two hours before everybody else in order to be successful or productive. Now, a lot of people do do that. And if that works for you, I'm jealous. Actually, (laughs) I've tried doing it. It just doesn't work out well for me because I'm at my most energetic in the evening at night. I love to have a cup of coffee or a glass of wine after the kiddos go down around 8 p.m. Or let's be real, it's a little later now. It's like summer hours now. But I like to work on my computer at night and it doesn't bother me and I'm not tired or I wasn't tired and I wasn't tired a month ago. Now, again, as you'll see, things have changed a little bit, but you have to be true to yourself. And so if you are a morning person and you wake up a couple hours ahead of time, that's amazing. Like I said, I'm kind of jealous, but for me, I have allowed myself to still sleep for eight, seven, eight hours a night because I go to sleep around 11 or 12 and I sleep until my boys wake up. So I'm typically waking up around 7 a.m. My boys wake up shortly after. And my day starts with them getting ready and getting myself ready. And when they were still going to school before COVID, it was consisting of making a breakfast and getting them situated and just having our day start off on the right foot. So now things are a little bit different. The boys don't have to get dressed, so I don't require them to get dressed. They can basically stay in their pajamas. We're typically not going anywhere right now. So the boys will still wake up, go downstairs, and I'll make them breakfast, but I can't get my morning workout in in the morning. So I've had to build in a lot more flexibility because the way that our day has sort of morphed is that after breakfast is a really good time for the boys to start their online schoolwork. So they have a number of assignments that they do, and we spend... Probably the first two hours after breakfast, I would say from like 8.30 or 9 until just before lunchtime, sitting around the dining room doing work. And I build in a little break for them. Like we built in a little recess where they'll have their snack. And if it's warm enough, we'll go outside or go for a walk. Weather permitting, of course, because I live in Wisconsin. So that we can't always count on. But that's been working out up until this week. So this is where like the flexibility comes in. This week, the boys have been waking up and I've been allowing them to watch a movie in the morning after breakfast. So what I've done to adjust for that is then I will get my morning workout in versus like if we're doing work in the morning and I'll do my workout after I log out of my nine to five. So that's another thing too. I have a lot of flexibility in my nine to five. I'm mid-level manager. I don't manage people. I manage a network. And I'm an engineer, so primarily I run reports in the morning. And what that does is that allows me to log in. My core hours, Monday through Friday, are 7.30 to 4. Now, sometimes I work later. I might have to work an hour or two on the weekend every once in a while if there's something really busy going on with the 9 to 5. But that's not typically the norm. So I will log into my computer at 7.30. And what I'm doing around that time, in the middle of getting breakfast... And that hasn't changed. I still get breakfast around the same time for the boys, whether or not they were going to school or sticking to home. 
and I will run my reports and I will check and respond to any urgent emails that I need to. Then I'm looking at my Outlook calendar and comparing it to my iPhone calendar. I have them synced up together. And what I will do is typically on my lunch hour, I will reserve that for business time. So for me to eat lunch and then write some content, respond to an email, um, check in with my mastermind buddies. One day a week, I reserve that for coaching or interviews during the lunch hour. I always reserve the right to cancel because the needs of the business, my nine to five comes first, Monday through Friday, 7.30 to four. So there has been times where my boss is trying to contact me and I ha- he, he gets first dibs on my time during those hours. So there has been times where I've had to cancel last second. I don't like to do that. It doesn't happen a lot, but it does happen. But I just, I want to tell you guys that because although I do have the flexibility, things always change and pop up. And I think that's why I'm the type of person that likes to just go with the flow and have a loose schedule or like what I want it to look like on paper is not always what it actually happens to be in, in real life. So for example, I could these last couple mornings let the boys not watch the movie and do it later, but I've let them watch the movie so I could get some things done because I know they're going to be occupied because they're in front of the screen. What can I do for myself and how can I make those adjustments? Now, they got a little crazy, so I actually had to turn the TV off on them and we started doing schoolwork and that's okay too. But like I said, that flexibility to me is very, very important. So my morning routine definitely has changed, but something that hasn't changed, there's two things actually. The first thing is before my feet even hit the floor, there's three things I'm doing. So after I wake up, I like to do a quick stretch, kind of like a morning yoga stretch in bed. So that helps wake me up. The other thing I like to do is drink a full cup of water. So I'm drinking between 8 and 16 ounces of water before my feet even hit the floor. And that helps me wake up. It helps rehydrate me. I think it just helps get me going. And I knock out a cup of my daily intake right off the bat. So I feel like it gives me a good start on my day because I try to drink eight glasses of water. I try to drink a half gallon of water, but that doesn't always happen. However, I have good intentions with it. (laughs) The next thing I like to do is I like to check my iPhone calendar. So I I have to see my must-haves on my to-do list. And what's kind of cool about this, and you're going to see in next week's episode, I am bringing in an expert in productivity and how to elevate your eight. So those eight hours beyond your workday and those eight hours beyond your sleep, we have 24 hours in a day. How are we spending that prime eight hours beyond sleep and work? So you'll hear even more amazing tips, but something that Chris, who you'll meet next week, said is she uses this app. It's called Minimalist, and I have the same app. I got really excited when I I learned that we have the same app. But I will check my iPhone calendar and check my Minimalist To Do app and see what I can get done for that day. I'm always trying to do one thing. Now, if I'm feeling really productive, I will do three. It just is this running kind of task list that I like to do and focus on. And this is everything in my life. This is, um, if I were to read you right now, <laughs> what's on my list? Let me look. Okay, so it's um, chiropractor. I want to start going to a chiropractor to get adjusted. I need to find my passport that I have no idea where it is in my house. And something else is deep poop the yard. So (laughs) getting outside, we have a dog. We need to do spring cleanup. And then I also have a couple of 30, it says 30 minutes of content, 30 minutes of coaching. So I'm doing a program right now and I try to spend an hour a day 
doing those items. So that's on my minimalist to do. I will go in and try to put this into my calendar in my iPhone for the day, rough times that I want to accomplish these things. And I've worked really hard not to feel bad about myself if I don't get them done. So I used to get down on myself. I used to say, you know, the to-do list, is it ever really done? No, our to-do list can be never ending. So how can I still feel accomplished yet not overwhelmed by this never ending to-do list? And what one thing I've done is I've made two lists. I have a current focus list and a future focus list. Current is that. It's the three things that I want to do before anything else. Once I finish that, I can start dragging things over from the future focus list, that never-ending list, into the current. That helps me feel really good about having a to-do list that might be lengthy, but not feeling overwhelmed by it. My clients really seem to like that as well. When we do our coaching calls, we have a Trello board, all my private VIP clients, and we have their current focus list, items that we have deemed things you need to work on now, and then those nice must-have, nice-to-have things that, eh, they're a priority. They're just not a priority right now or today. You'll get to them when you get to them. Put that in the future focus list. So the Minimalist app can help you with that. It can identify those current items that you need to get done for the day or the week, and you bring that over into your schedule the way I have. The next thing I like to do in the morning was I Even though I'm not a morning person and I'm sleeping in, I'm getting my eight hours, I'm waking up when my boys do, right? After they would get on the bus is when I would like to do my workout, my 20 to 30 minute workout in the morning. And I'm not doing this on the company's time. I would build that time into the end of my schedule or build it into my break. So I'm always making sure I work my hours that I need to work and getting all my work priorities done. But I would like to get my morning workout done typically between 8.30 and 9 before my calls start at work, before everyone logs on. A lot of my teammates work on Pacific Standard Time, so they're two hours behind me. So I feel like my mornings are kind of quiet and there's not a lot to do yet. So I would maximize my time by getting my morning workout in. Now that the boys are home and my husband is home, that's really not a good time slot anymore to work out. So my workouts have shifted to either after work or in the evening. I like to try to do them during lunch, but that doesn't always happen because typically that's really when the boys are eating and and making lunch. So yeah, I've had to do that shift in my morning routine, but the good thing is, is I still change out of my nighttime pajamas into my daytime pajamas or my mom workout outfit for the day, wash my face, brush my teeth. I probably don't put any makeup on unless I'm leaving the house, so I haven't really worn makeup in forever, but that's okay. So I have a really easy morning routine. Um, The boys are usually done with schoolwork by the afternoon. So lately, the afternoons have been kind of a free flow. We have them go outside. Now, my husband and I tag team because he's working from home. Um, So we'll kind of tag team and finish up any loose ends on their homework, if they have to do anything else extra. And then we kind of just let them hang out and have playtime. We're also not a very strict family on screen time, so I don't restrict screen time, dun dun dun. If they watch two movies in a day, and that's over two hours, then they watch two hours of movie in a day. I don't restrict it. I let them have tablet time most often every day, but it's not mindless stuff. They're looking up learning videos. My son has schooled me on stuff just from his learning videos. So I feel good that as long as the content that they're consuming is good and it's not 
always like a video game. They really don't play video games, so I can't go there, but they love their Minecraft. Any other moms of boys with the Minecraft, you, you know you can go down this rabbit hole and wormhole of conversation. It's the cutest thing ever, but I let them do the Minecraft because they're learning from it. They work together virtually in their little worlds together. And so basically we're a pretty flexible, like low-key chill family. We don't have strict rules in our house other than to be kind and we don't allow soda. That's kind of like our sugar intake in the house. That's kind of what we're sticklers on in the house is um, not having too much candy or sugar and then being kind. Um, everything else we are pretty flexible and allow. I want you guys to find what works for you and hopefully hearing my routine or lack thereof <laughs> and the flexibility gives you permission to ease up. Ease up if your routine is killing you. Ease up if your routine is something that you feel like you're being too strict on yourself on. That's the last thing you want. You want your routine to work for you. Otherwise, that productivity, it can go down the drain. Um, the last thing I wanted to touch on is how do we put our passion to work during this time? Maybe you, you don't have the time energetically. Like you have the time on paper, but you don't have the time mentally. So in my mastermind group that I'm a part of, it's a group of coaches. We're all building our businesses together. The girls were saying that they just weren't feeling up to, you know, building their business right now. And I thought, that's insane. Like, I'm thinking this in my head that, what? This is crazy. Don't let this time, this really crazy time and this topsy-turvy, like, in your schedule, you know, this is this is a new normal for all of us, for most of us. And unless you're on the front lines or you're in the healthcare industry, like, you know, things are crazy and you still have, a lot of people still have to go into the office. So maybe things haven't changed a lot for you, but maybe they have. And if they have the way that they have for us in our family and for my business, um, I'm still operating business as usual. I guess energetically, I have taken a little bit of a step back, but you know, two weeks ago it was full force. Um, now I'm allowing myself a little bit of a break but I know I'm just ramping up that energy to go full force again. So this stuff ebbs and flows, you guys. You don't have to be like this robot that always works 10 hours a week solidly on your business from five to nine, you know, three days a week. You don't have to work that way. That's what I love about coaches because when you are a seasoned coach, you know it's okay to give yourself the permission to take a week off of work if you want to. The same way you would take a week off of vacation if you worked a nine to five. Take a week off if you want to. Um, do your minimum viable things that's going to keep you consistent and visible in your coaching business or whatever business it is that you run if it's online. Ask for help. Hire out for help. If you're in a spot where you can spend $100 a month to hire out and have someone help you and you can train them, do it. Do it if it means easing up and reserving that energy. So back to the conversation I had with my mastermind buddies when they were saying how they just didn't feel up to it. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I have so much more time. This is going to be great. I've been working even more on my business because in the nighttime, I have nowhere to go. There's no more wine nights. There's no more, you know, hanging out with friends at this time. You know, I'm working even more. That was me two weeks ago. Now I'm kind of like, all right, I'm going to ease up. Um, energetically, I'm watching more Netflix than I have ever because I just need that alone time. I think it's because my day is spent with three other people all day long. I don't have the break. I don't have the alone time. So my energy has been being expended to others more than it would have been in the past. And so I'm allowing myself the permission to take a break. And if I only work three hours this week, so be it. Because 
I guess on the outside, you guys would never know that. Things still look the same. I'm still showing up where I show up on social media. And no one else needs to know that you're taking a break because hopefully you've identified the things you need to do to just have the pulse on your business. So what I mean by that is whatever your content medium is, is it a blog? Is it um, going live on Instagram or on your YouTube channel? Is it your podcast? Have those things continue to run if at all possible. And if that's all you do, that's fine. If you are searching for clients, I really want you guys to get out of the mindset if you have it that people aren't spending right now. That's not true. I just signed a client two weeks ago. So business as usual for me means I'm not going to be afraid or hold back from making offers right now because there is a recession or the fears of one or because people are out of work. Now more than ever, people have the time on their hands to maybe pursue that passion. So for my business model, it's fine. But you have to look at your business model and say, how can I pivot into something that might transition better online. I see so many coaches offering up free coaching sessions because of this time. And I'm like, why? I get we all want to help and we all want to go above and beyond and show up for our people, but you don't have to offer your time for free just because of a recession. I still think there's an opportunity for the coaching industry to be very profitable Um, The coaching industry is a $2 billion industry, you guys. And so even if the recession made it take a hit of 50%, that's still millions of dollars in a coaching industry. And that's up for grabs. That's up for the taking. So please don't feel bad about selling, aka serving your audience and making offers that people need to pay you for, for your life experience, for your expertise, for your roadmap, for your transformation. Um, A lot of coaches I know, they're still making a a profit in their business. Now, if you have a brick and mortar, that's a little different and it's not an essential. And this is a whole different conversation we'd be having, right? Um, So I'm specifically talking to all the coaches out there, all the service-based entrepreneurs who primarily have an online business. And even if you do have a brick and mortar, um, I know there's lots of resources out there for you that you can pivot to still continue to make an income. Restaurants in my town, they're busier than ever. Last Friday, I wanted to do a fish fry, so I called like the local restaurant to do a pickup. It was at four o'clock, you guys, and I wanted to do a pickup around five. They were like, sorry, we're busy. We cannot do a pickup until 7.30. And I thought, good for you. I was mad because I wanted my fish fry, but I was like, good for them because they're still making business and they're busier than ever. So that was really nice to hear. And I'm, I'm just glad that people are pivoting And I saw that a local bakery was um, packaging up cookies that were unfinished so people can take them home and ice the cookies and decorate without all all the mess and the baking. Everything's just ordered for them and you pick it up. And so that was a great pivot for that bakery to make who isn't open right now um, because in their situation, they could be open because they're considered essential. But I think she was saying that to keep her doors open and still have business be cut in half because of everything she just made the decision to close her doors and offer this instead just to have something coming in so it's just been really um, amazing to see all the good news stories coming out of this and I want you guys to definitely keep your head up know that you still should make time to prioritize but still honor the flexibility that you might need to have in your schedule now more than ever um, until this is a new normal for you so what I thought was my new routine two weeks ago I thought, oh, I got it nailed. Like it got flipped on its side. Somehow this week it got flipped around and it's okay. It might flip back. It might not. But what you have to realize is that if you're a mom and you're working a nine to five and building a business like me, 
this could be the way it's going to be for a while because school is going to be out of session for who knows how long and then it's going to be summer vacation. So I still want you guys to reserve your energy in a way that is going to allow you to hopefully carve out a few hours a week on average for yourself to build your business. If you need help with that, definitely let me know. I'm doing breakthrough sessions, one-time clarity and strategy sessions for you guys specifically for the purpose on knowing when to work on your business, how long to work on your business, and exactly and most importantly, what activities to spend working and building your business because you can find the time, but if you're not spending that time wisely, you're really not going to move the needle forward and that's what I need you guys to do more now than ever. So please ask for the help. Let me help you. Um, You can reach out to me. Go to my website and click on my work with me page, putyourpassiontowork.com forward slash work with me, and you will get a few ways on how you can be in touch and I will link that in the show notes. All right, so that's all I have for you guys. I did not mean to speak for this long, but um, I think it's such an important topic of conversation. I touched on a morning routine, what it looks like for me now, what it looked like for me a month ago, some essential things that I do that don't take very long, but that help me carve out good intentions for the day. And then how I am forgiving to myself and how I'm flexible. And if things don't get done, um, they don't get done. But I, I still honor my commitments and I definitely choose to feel intentional with my time and I don't want to feel guilty about what I did or didn't do in a day yet I somehow take that attitude and I get it done I get it done each and every day and week for week all right you guys thanks so much for listening I hope you have a great day hey real quick before you go if you are inspired by today's show and you learned something new I want you to take a screenshot Post it in your Instagram stories and tag me at Put Your Passion to Work because together we can practice abundance, take inspired action, and help motivate other passionate women just like us.